Hello. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome back to Capes and Japes. Um, it is 150 degrees, probably, where I am. Um, I don't know if it's, like, as hot where you are, but it's I'm dying. It's not 150 degrees is the thing. It's... Well... It's... 65. Oh. Mostly you sunny. Do, you do look in our in our brief glimpse we have had of each other before we switched over to voice. You do look very summery. I did just take the dog out for a walk, and from my windows it looked sunnier than it was outside. <laughs> so like I put on some jorts, I put on like my nice new pineapple tank top, and like of course, I put on my holographic fanny pack, my boots. Of course, you gotta. And then I, I just put on, like, a hat, which I don't have very many good, like, hats. So it's just like, oh, yeah, Amgen Tour of California free hat that I got. <laughs> and I took the dog out for a walk. I looked great. It's a good look. It's a good dog walking look. Um, it's, a, it's a good I'm... summer look. No, ooh, just, just like that. Cracking good, open a cold one. That, crack open a cold one with capes and japes. Hi, I'm Elion. Did I say my hey. name yet today? I don't think either of us have. I'm Olivia. I'm sitting here uh, in my bedroom with the air conditioner turned off. Um, Get and I'm wearing, wrecked. Yeah, I'm gonna die. I am wearing my extremely good uh, Christmas-themed Yu-Gi-Oh! t-shirt. Congratulations. Um, thank you. I'm very proud of it as an achievement. Um, and we are here to tell you, listeners, about Loki. <sighs> oh, that, that guy. <laughs> that, that, that one. That wavy hand motion guy. <laughs> The gender-fluid prince of my heart. Oh, uh, it gets... Listen, um, it's a lot. So, if you're listening to this, you've probably been on the internet between <laughs> 2011 and now, which means you probably have an opinion on at least the current most well-known version of Loki, um, which is the Marvel Cinematic Universe version of Loki. Um, this will be ex especially prominent if you are on Tumblr any time during 2012. If you even looked at Tumblr <laughs> in 2012, if you even if you opened your browser and typed the letter T into it, you probably have an opinion on Loki. <laughs> um... It's been listen, if by some if by some weird chance you have not looked at Tumblr ever in your life, it's been Congratulations. A congratulations on that, first of all. Um Loki was a very a major character in the first Thor movie. And a lot of people really liked him, um, because he's played by well known beautiful man, Tom Hiddleston. Um and he had, like, a, a, a complicated, tragic backstory. And then Avengers came out, and he was the main bad guy. And a bunch of people still really liked him, but also he was doing a lot of murders. Um, yeah, and then there was a, but, yeah. like, the, the internet has this thing about white men who do murders. They love, they can't get enough of them. They can't get enough of those white murder men. Yeah. And then um, there was significant backlash against how much people liked Loki, um, despite all of the murders and crimes he did. Um, and then nobody saw Thor 2, and then Ragnarok came out, and it was cool <laughs> to like Loki again for, like, two minutes, and then Infinity oh, War yeah. came out. Oh, yeah. Yes. For a second, I was like, what do you mean nobody saw Thor 2? I loved <laughs> Thor 2, but I had completely forgotten that Ragnarok was the third Thor movie. <laughs> and 
between there. It's weird. They went a really long time. I just feel like such like just like we don't talk about it meme come to life. I completely fucking forgot. You've proven my point. Um Nobody saw it. Um I know I saw but... it. I know I did. I just forgot that it existed. I mean, yeah, listen. It was forgettable. I remember um, that Christopher Eccleston was there. Yeah, doing he was one of the MCU's many uh nondescript gray slash big gray purple blue men who want to do evil it's like ooh i'm an elf i'm gonna uh, kill things i'm a bad elf i think i want to kill s- something i thought Maybe you were gonna say spider-man and i'm like i don't <laughs> think that was his motivation <laughs> I'm a bad elf who wants to kill Spider-Man, but I can't find Spider-Man, so I guess Thor will have to do. Aw, oh, man. This is the closest superhero I could find to Spider-Man. Um, so, that's, um, that's probably, you've probably had, you listening, have probably had some exposure to that version of Loki. Um, and you've probably had an opinion on him at some point. Um. And even if that's not the case, you probably have heard of the version of Loki who exists in North mythology. Did um, you say North? North. That's the two. It's North mythology and South mythology. <laughs> There's two hemispheres of mythology. That's how it goes. Um, I think. I think I said Norse. But it, I might have a lisp. <laughs> it might have just come through my headphones weird. You know I don't do well with listening for all that I do with <laughs> listening to and creating podcasts. For how much of your time it's occupied by podcasts. Um, I don't know how I ended up here, and yet... Actually, no, I do know how I ended up here. It was you, but... <laughs> <laughs> Twas I! The um, Frenchiest fry. um yeah so um loki before uh tom hiddleston i don't know british accented his way onto the scene um loki existed in the larger cultural consciousness um primarily as the mythological figure um who's kind of become a pretty archetypal kind of trickster god. Um, you know, he shows up in a lot of things. He's in American Gods. He's in, he's referenced in a lot of different, you know, like pan mythology sort of things. Um, he, uh, he, he does, he does a lot of, he does a lot of, of tricks and definitely some crimes. And at one point he does give birth to a horse, um, which is something you will probably hear. Anyone uh, who, what? I could not hear for like the past 20 seconds. Oh, well. Thanks, internet. I, thanks. You've done it again. So if there were any cool jokes I could have put in there, just put, put them in there for me. <laughs> Imagine the coolest joke you could make. Um... Anyways, no, that's, uh, that's something that people bring up a lot when they're referencing Loki and mythology is, like, one time he gave birth to a horse. And it had eight legs. It had eight legs. Um, it was, uh, hold on, I'm sorry, something was going on with the iPad. Oh, no. No, it's fine. It's all good. Um, okay. We're just um, full of technical issues today. I can't hear you. Something's going on with the iPad. It's alright. It's Loki. It's that it's that tricksy oh, no. tricksy prankster Loki messing with our equipment. 
Do you um, think knocking on wood would also help with Loki? I don't think he lives in wood like fairies do, but do you think it would confuse him enough to not, like, why are they knocking on wood? <laughs> I'm not a fairy. What are they doing? And then he'll forget to mess with us. That's how it is. He gets distracted. That's, that's, the, that's the trick. Um, anyways, so, um, so Loki, he does, uh, he does, he does a lot in, you know, in various Norse myths. He is, um, apparently, like, the most discussed figure in, like, people who study Norse mythology, um, and folklore. Because which... he's interesting and cool. <laughs> Because he's interesting and cool and complicated, and he does a bunch of shit with no discernible motive. <laughs> They're like, why did he do this? Why not? Why, why did he do this thing? Um, he is a, he is a, wolf, a wolf son and a snake child, and one time he gets uh, tied to a rock because of his crimes. Um... And he turns into a bunch of different animals. Did um, you say tied to a rock because of his crimes and forget? Is is that the same time where, like, his eyes were held open and his snake son was forced to, like, drip poison into his eyes for all eternity? Is that the oh, same yeah. time? I mean, that... that happens, too. I just didn't want to get too gruesome on our... Okay. <laughs> on our fun podcast. But that does happen. I mean, I... it's true. Plus, it's not I think wrong. they do also do that in comics at one point. Comics is like, <laughs> hey, this is a cool mytho mythological storyline. Let's just tie Loki up to a rock for his crimes and make a snake turn poison into his eyes. Haha. <laughs> All the fun oh, we have here in comics. We love to have fun in comic books. Um, yeah, I mean, these things do happen. Um, but yeah, so, uh, in 1962 is when Loki is introduced into current Marvel comics. Um, and, like with a lot of things in, like, early Marvel comics, there's, like, a decent amount of debate about the ownership because uh Stanley and Jack Kirby who the names who people have probably heard are like the two biggest dudes at Marvel Comics and uh were constantly fighting for decades about who actually came up with what character when um there was a um in what in a like a a precursor to Marvel um in timely comics there was technically a version of Loki who was sort of like a like a just like a demon just like a nasty demon who <laughs> lived in hell um but in the um in the 60s Marvel has this comic um called Journey into Mystery um that started out in the 50s in another one of the kind of like pre-Marvel uh, comic book companies that eventually got folded into it. Um, it was originally like kind of a like a horror anthology. Um, as you can probably guess, like Journey into Mystery sounds like some kind of like spooky comic book anthology. Um, yeah, very Twilight Zone. Yeah, um, and then they gave up on that and did kind of more, like, science fiction-y stuff, um, and then in 1962, Stanley and Jack Kirby, or one, one or both of Stanley and Jack Kirby, was like, hey, I have a cool idea. I think something that's great is Norse mythology. So what if we did that, but it was just a superhero? Like, what if you had a god 
but then he was just a superhero in a comic book. Um, which is, like, st like, it's not the only time, obviously, this has been done, because, like, I mean, Wonder Woman most prominently, like, draws a lot on, like, you know, like, Greco-Roman mythology and has, yeah. like, a lot of, like, literal actual gods who she sometimes fights. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, it is still, like, it's just a little bit wild to be like, I got a cool idea for a superhero. What about Thor? Like, what if it's just Thor? Um, but they, 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 they do it. They do a, a Thor story in Journey into Mystery, and then Journey into Mystery just becomes the Thor series. Um, and they have Thor, and they have Thor on Asgard, and they have all of these other characters from, like, Norse mythology, um, some of them more loosely drawn than others, um, and one of them is Loki, um, who's sort of, uh, probably the, the, the primary antagonist of the series, but, like, from the beginning, it's like, you know, as it always is with Loki, it's complicated. <laughs> um, so the, um, his backstory is, uh, somewhat, it's, it's, it's mostly akin to what they've done in the MCU, if, um, if you've seen it. Um, he, he's the, the son of a, uh, of a, a frost giant, um, you know, is a big, there's big giants. Big, and they, big, big icy giants. They're just big, big cold men. Um, and, and women. Them, the big cold men and women. Um, and others. Yes. Even though, uh, weirdly, they, the, uh, Laufey, who's, Loki's dad, in this version, in the comic book version, is the name of Loki's mom in the original story. And I don't know why. I don't know if they were like, well, he needs to have an evil dad and not an evil mom. And Loki's <laughs> an easier name to remember. Um, or like what the scoop was there. Um, but uh, he's got this this big, this big, nasty, cold giant, whose name is Laufey, has a, has a son, but he, he's mad because his son is too small. <laughs> his son is just regular person size instead of giant size. Which he's a tiny... How did this even happen? What are the, a... what are the comics genetics? That's, I, I don't, I don't know... If it's clear, I think it's just like, oh, this, I don't, this, I accidentally got a tiny sun. And, and it's and not even just like frost giant miniaturized. It's like, no, you have the, you have human proportions. What yeah. happened? Just a regular sun. Um, anyways, so, uh, Odin, who's Thor's dad, finds this baby, um, he remembers his his dad uh made this prophecy that he would like adopt a ba adopt the son of a fallen king and he's like oh shoot i guess i gotta <laughs> and also i feel bad for this baby and also i don't know we've got like all these like asgardian like dictates about like honor and stuff so i guess yeah this is my baby now um, and so Loki grows up on Asgard, um, he gets very, 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 very good at magic, um, nobody likes him because he's very mean and they think he's sneaky and he lies all the time, 
um, which are valid reasons not to like him. And also they don't like him because he's not, like, a big tough warrior man. He's, like, a talky magic boy. He's um, a rogue. <laughs> Yo! Arcane trickster! Look it up! But, um, so he grows resentful of, you know, Thor and Asgard and, like, the whole scene. Um, Understandably. Understandably. I mean, he also definitely, like, he does some pretty, he does some bad shit that he shouldn't have done, regardless of how resentful he was. It's not all just nobody likes me, everybody hates me, guess I'll go eat worms. It's... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he he does some pranks that start out kind of as fun pranks. And then gradually become more malicious pranks. He turned into Um, a snake because he knows that I love snakes. And then he turned back and he stabbed me. (laughs) Um, Ragnarok is a good movie, y'all. Ragnarok is the best movie. Haven't seen Thor Ragnarok by now. If you want to just pause this podcast and go watch very good movie Thor Ragnarok, I will not be upset. Yeah, I, um, I will not... It, it's a good move, honestly. Yeah. Um, so, he... Um, this, all, this all happens. Eventually, people, people are like, Oh, it's Loki, the god of mischief. And then that turns into like, Oh, it's Loki, the god of evil. And Loki's like, Fine! <laughs> I'll be evil. Um, you want then, evil? I'll show yeah. you evil. Uh, it's um, a self-fulfilling prophecy, baby. Let's go. That's that's how we do it. That's how we do it with Loki. Um, he is also um. So this is all, you know. This is this is this is the backstory stuff. Eventually, he um he travels to Earth because he wants to fuck up Earth because he's like I don't know maybe I can like take it over or something. Um, Make people love me. The thing, the thing, the thing about having a character that you inherently describe as, like, a god of, you know, mischief and chaos and lying is that you can, if you want, just kind of have him do a bunch of shit. (laughs) (laughs) And then be like, well, I don't know, he's a god of tricks. He just felt like it. Why'd Um, he do it? For the vine. For the vine. He's the god of vines. Um, oh my god. <laughs> I feel a chaotic energy in the... It's Loki. He's doing <laughs> the vines. <laughs> He's bringing it back. It's time. Finally. This is his, his greatest feat yet. Um, bringing back vine. Yes. Um, so, at... at the first his first trip to Earth, um, he tricks the Hulk into smashing, um, because he makes an illusion of some dynamite, um, and then he's like, "Now Thor will have to come stop the Hulk, and then I'll <laughs> fight Thor," um, and then all of the other. Avengers hear about what's going on. They're not the Avengers yet. That's the thing. A bunch of other superheroes hear that the Hulk is just smashing a bunch of stuff and they come to see what's going on and then they're like, let's make a team. And Loki's like, fuck! (laughs) This isn't what I intended at all! I wanted (laughs) chaos, not order and teamwork. God. Um, And then he just... um, He just... He spends... A very long time just kind of making Thor's life difficult. Um, he just, he just really wants to fuck up Thor's whole shop. Um, and Thor through this is like, you know, primarily like, I must prevent the evil, but I do deep down still care about him because he's my brother, but also, oh my god. Dude, please, please for like a second. Um, 
so he, yeah, he, he does a lot, what he like, you know, he's like, I'm gonna kidnap Jane, like, I'm gonna mind control these other villains, and I'm gonna take, take this one guy and give him superpowers, and now he's the absorbing man. Um, my favorite dude, the absorbing man. The absorbing man. Um, he absorbs. Um, and then, then, then he has to fight Thor. Um, anyways, it's a lot. Um, and then he, you know, does a bunch of stuff on Asgard, um, dies a couple times, um, and then it's, uh, in recent, in, in more recent history is where things start to get truly buck wild. Um, cause like for most of it, he's just kind of like, just really, really trying to make Thor's life as hard as possible. Um, and then he starts like getting into some other serious shit. Um, for example, um, Ragnarok happens in, in, in Thor, in Thor the comic books, um, and Loki dies, and then he comes back by taking, possessing, inhabiting, switching bodies with, uh, Sif, who's another Asgardian who Thor has had romantic entanglements with, um, and it's, it's complicated, and it's complicated that, like, this is kind of the, it's complicated drawing on this for, like, you know, like, gender-fluid, non-binary Loki, um, which is, like, true and canon, um, but it's also, like, every time people are like, look at these panels, we're like, you know, Loki's, like, female-bodied. It's like, well, he did, like, kind of possess a person. It's like, yeah, so maybe like, maybe don't pull from those panels. Don't do those ones. We'll talk about other stuff. But, like, those ones aren't... Necessarily the best, this. The best ones. Um, also, it's just not... It's Hey, listen. Don't possess people. Come on. At least ask. Ask. Um, Get consent before you take over somebody's body. This is 101 shit. Yeah. And then he uh, pretends to be the Scarlet Witch for a pretty long time. (laughs) And he messes up the Young Avengers' lives because, you know. Of course he does. Because why not? Because of course he does. But aren't aren't their lives hard enough, Loki? Um, he just wants to hang out with some cool teens and fuck up some shit. He just wants to fuck up the shit so bad. Um, and then, anyways, and then in what year did Siege come out? In two thousand ten, there's a storyline um called Siege. Um, in which Loki is, like, kind of a primarily, pri- kind of a primary antagonist, um, in which he, uh, he convinces Norman Osborn to lead an attack on Asgard. Um, and you then can't the whole see time- my face right now, but it's very much the face that you make when it's just, like, comics, really? Comics! What? Norman Osborn leading an attack on Asgard? Comics. Comics. Um, comics, please. Um, and then he's, you know, he's doing typical Loki stuff the whole time where he's, like, going back and forth. He's like, I didn't tell him to do this. That's so weird. And then he's like, keep going. It's going great. Um, but, um... At the at the end of this storyline, there's a lot of like Asgardian stuff and like Hela and Volstagg and like just a there's a lot going on. Um, but uh, eventually, as like you know, 
as Asgard is being destroyed by this force that Norman Osborn has unleashed, Loki's like, fuck, wait, I feel bad. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I feel bad? <laughs> it, guilt? What, what is this strange emotion? Um, and then he, um, he sacrifices himself to save Asgard. He apologizes to Thor as he's dying. Um, and then he's like super definitely very extremely dead. Um, uh, until immediately afterwards, um, (laughs) where he, um, he does, he comes back, but he comes back as a small child. Um. Kid Loki. Kid Loki, kid Loki, kid (laughs) Loki. And, um, Thor finds him, um, as, like, just, like, street hustling in Paris. Um, this this small street urchin child just, like, scamming people on the streets of Paris. Um. Sounds about right. Yep. Um, and then for, like, a significant... He he doesn't have... He doesn't have his memories at first. He, He gets them back. And then for, like, a good chunk of time, um, he's just, he's just a kid. And it's, like, this whole, like, story arc of, like, him, like, not, you know, he doesn't re- like, it wasn't really him who did all the bad stuff, because he's, like, reincarnated now, but, like, he knows who Thor is and everything, but he doesn't really remember what he did, except for feeling kind of bad about it. and. Uh, he do- he meets, like, you know, other, like, versions of himself who are like, this is who you're meant to be. And he's like, no. Um, um, so for, I think this is where, um, I think Kieran Gillen and Jamie McKelvey are writing, uh, there's kind of like a rebooted journey into mystery in 2011, um, for which, like, Loki is sort of the protagonist for part of it, or, like, kid Loki is. Um, and he's, like, you know, trying to, trying to sort of, you know, like, figure out his relationship with his brother and, like, who he is and who he's supposed to be. Um, and during this, um, his, like, the, the former Loki sort of is existing nebulously is like a ghost and he gets turned into a magpie and he's sort of like around just the spirit of like Loki's like previous life and everything he's like done before um and then eventually in order to uh kind of you know because because of some complicated stuff with like this like you know artifact that like kid loki inadvertently made it's like oh you have to like you have to take over kid loki's body former loki so now you're going to be in the kid body but you'll have all your memories um and kid this child loki is technically going to be dead um this child loki who was living his own life but now it's your body great so yeah you know just normal stuff um and that is, um, that's where we find, which I know we talked about this when we talked about Young Avengers, that's where we find Loki in, um, Gillen and McKelvey's Young Avengers run, um, where he's kid Loki, but he also has all the memories of old Loki, but he's pretending that he doesn't because he feels bad about how he had to kill the child Loki, basically. <laughs> um... And it's a very, very, very complicated situation, but he's so good in it. Um, And he's, like, you know, sort of, like, 
we, I mean, we talked about this in Young Avengers, but he's this, like, force in the series where he's, like, helping them out, but nobody's ever really sure if he's helping them for, like, good reasons or what he's doing, and he's definitely always keeping secrets from them about everything. Um, and then partway through this, um, uh, Billy, like, ages him up to be hot young teen Loki. <laughs> Gotta love hot young teen Loki. We love that guy. Um, and then he, you know, he's, he's going through this whole redemption arc. He's, like, dealing with, you know, all of these, like, memories of his past. Um, hot young teen Loki leaves the Young Avengers, um, and stars in his own very good series, um, Agent of Asgard, which was also written by Al Ewing, who, like, keeps coming up as a dude who's done, like, a lot of cool stuff that I didn't realize was him. Um, (laughs) but, uh... We gotta keep an eye on Al. Gotta, gotta keep an eye out for Al! Um, in Agent of Asgard, he's, like, as as the title implies, like, going on these secret missions um, to help Asgard, to help the All-Mother, um, there's, um, there's a, there's a, uh, a teen who's, like, sort of his sidekick, whose name, um, is, uh, Verity Willis, um, who, in, in a remarkable stroke of naming luck, always knows when she's being lied to, um, and they have like a very cute sort of you know beneficial relationship where Loki's on this whole you know journey of like genuine redemption and trying really hard still being kind of a shithead um but um it's good. And then he has to deal with a lot of like, oh, I'm Loki from a future timeline and I'm super evil. And it's like, I'm an old Loki. And it's like, I'm the ghost of kid Loki. There's just a lot. Every time Loki does anything, there ends up being like five Lokis involved. (laughs) Are Um, there any other Lokis I should know about? God. Um, and so this, um, the like, the post kid Loki stuff to me. So, like, the past, like, seven or eight years, um, I think is where people most, I mean, one, he does get way more fashionable. (laughs) Um, early Loki. Looked terrible. Not good to look at. Um, teen Loki, Agent of Asgard Loki, like, current Loki, very cool and stylish, uh, constantly wearing black nail polish, which owns, um, it's also in, I mean, they definitely, um, touch on it in Young Avengers, um, but in Agent of Asgard, Al Ewing is, like, explicitly, like, yeah, like, Loki is, like bisexual and gender fluid and we're gonna talk about that um like thanks thank you uh for my life um and it's also led to a um a bit of a shake-up um with uh marvel's commissioned uh some like a bunch of ya novels about specific characters um, one of them written by, one of them written about Loki by, um, Mackenzie Lee, who wrote A Gentleman's Guide to, it's a very popular gay YA novel, and I want to say Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder, but I know that's not it. I also because... wanted to say A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder, and I'm like, Olivia knows what this is. It's probably not a gentleman's guide to love and murder. I know what a gentleman's guide to love and murder is. Um, (laughs) It's a good musical. This is not that. 
It is. Hold on, I have to look it up now because I'm not. I'm not going to be able to get it out of my head. The brain is just like, mm, yes, a gentleman's guide to love and murder. No, um, Gen- gentleman's guide to vice and virtue. So it's very similar in title. It's similar, Mackenzie is the thing. Um, but she announced she was writing a like a Loki-centric YA novel as part of this like Marvel initiative, and it would be like coming out like. It's coming out next year, um, and that Loki is definitely going to be, like, very not straight and very non-binary in it. Um, and a bunch of people were like, why would I want this bullshit in my comics? And then it's like, y'all, it's just in there. It's been in there now for a little bit, um, is the thing. I mean, not, like, not that long, because for, you know, a significant part of Loki's history, he was just sort of a, like, a horrible little chaos gremlin. (laughs) I I so wanted you to just say a horrible little man. He was a horrible little man. Um, And it wasn't until, like, later stuff, like... A little bit in, you know, the 2000s, but, like, again, like, not really until, like, the Gillan McKelvey stuff and the Kid Loki stuff and Agent of Asgard stuff that, like, people are actually starting to be like, hold on. Let's, like, actually take a look at Loki as a character and not just as, like, a force of chaos. I mean, other people have, obviously, but, like... Not to the extent of making him, like, you know, a conflicted, sneaky teen. I mean, also part of it probably is they were like, he's a teen now. And I was like, well, I love him. <laughs> I would protect him with my life, unfortunately. It's like, well, I do love teens. I do love a good story about some teens. Um, so is the thing. It, they've just... Teen problems are such interesting problems when you also throw in, like, magic and gods and superpowers and shit. <laughs> you know, like you do. Yeah. Um, which is, like, and I mean, I'm also, like, sort of the same way I am with Deadpool. It's, like, I get, like a little bit frustrated when people are like, Loki should be, I mean, not frustrated with this. People being like, Loki should be, you know, like, bi or pan or some other capacity of not straight in the movies because they did this in the comics. And I'm like, I mean, don't give the comics that much credit. Like, a selection of writers did this in the comics in fairly recent history in, like, an actually sympathetic way. Um, like, you don't want to, like, oh, comics did, I mean, comics didn't do this for a very long time. No, comics Um, were not great. Comics still aren't that great with stuff like this. They are getting better, but... trying, mostly due to the concentrated efforts of primarily non-straight, white, cis dude creators. Yeah. Comics are getting there. Um, but Loki, all those people writing Loki are so, so great. Um, and if you like Loki, or you think you might like Loki if you didn't hear everybody talk about him on Tumblr like that, in 2012, or if you wish Loki was a teen, or if you, like, like characters who... That's another thing, is that, like, I think Loki does best in stories where, like, I mean, one, he clearly has, like, a lot of plays, but also where he's kind of just, like, like, flying by the seat of his pants as much as possible. Like, when you, like... I forgot I released Ratatosker from prison. Oops, (laughs) guess this is my bad. 
<laughs> guess I'll just deal with this. Um, like, dealing with Loki as, like, a conniving villain is, like, fine. But dealing with Loki as a guy who's, like, constantly trying to look like a conniving villain while, like, frantically trying to talk his way out of problems, um, is the best shit. Um, so if you, like, if that seems like something you would like, um, def I mean, read Young Avengers anyways, um, because <laughs> it's good, it's good, you, Young Avengers is good no matter what, no matter how you feel, um, but also Agent, Agent of Asgard, if you couldn't guess, I'm very, very fond of. Um, there's a couple other, there's like a four-issue Loki miniseries, um, there's a series I haven't read called Vote Loki, where Loki does run for president. Um, it did come out in 2016, so it's a little complicated. <laughs> um... <sighs> Yeah, big Do you sigh. think they knew what they were doing? I think they did. I don't think they knew... That we're in the darkest timeline? I don't think they knew that. I think it was based on current events, but I don't think they were anticipating <laughs> Hi, this. welcome to our political podcast, Capes and Japes. <laughs> Comics have always been about politics, so here we are. Here we are. Listen, guys. Things are bad out there. Um, there's also, uh, currently, um, I picked up, um, the first issue of, he does, um, here's another thing that's going on currently. He was, um, Sorcerer Supreme for a little bit, um, which we might have mentioned when we talked about Squirrel Girl, because he shows up in that. Um, but what happens is that uh, he becomes Sorcerer Supreme in Doctor Strange, because, like, Doctor Strange has to... Sorcerer Supreme, if you don't know, there's, like, this thing in the Marvel Universe where it's, like, there's one person who's got to be, like, the, the guardian of all magic, um, and that person is called the Sorcerer Supreme, which is a very silly name to have for anything. Um, and Doctor Strange has been that for, like, basically as long as Doctor Strange has existed. Um, but in the recent, the run of Doctor Strange that just ended, so, like, the past, like, year or so, um... He went to, he had, like, this, like, Black Panther-type, like, magic tournament where he had to, like, he has to go and he has to out-magic a bunch of other people to see if he can still be Sorcerer Supreme. And every time it's happened so far, he's won. Um, but this time, weirdly, Loki wins, despite, like, not being invited or participating in the tournament. Um, and the... <laughs> That just seems like such a low-key thing. Like, one, you weren't supposed to be here. Why the fuck are you here? Two, did you even do anything? <laughs> it's a very low-key core. Um, and then the people running the tournament are like, oh, well, um, we don't think the title should go to a mortal. And Loki's a god, and he's, like, trying to redeem himself. Um, so he should be Sorcerer Supreme. And Loki's like, I'm Sorcerer Supreme now, bye! And, like, kicks him out of the house. Um, and then runs around telling everybody he's Sorcerer Supreme. And then goes and helps Squirrel Girl, um, in a very, very, very good arc of Squirrel Girl. Um, which you should also read, because, like, there's not that much Loki in it. But Ryan North, Ryan North is so sublime at writing everybody. But, like, Ryan North's Loki is exquisitely good. Hey, at um, Marvel, let Ryan North write Loki. Hey, please. Please. Um, and then, anyways, eventually in Doctor Strange, it turns out that, um, Loki had actually faked the whole tournament, and it was an illusion. 
And he didn't actually do anything. And Doctor Strange gets mad at him. And Loki's like, okay, if you think about it, I did you a favor because you've done a lot of learning and growing now that you're not Sorcerer Supreme. And, like, you've learned a lot about yourself. And you're welcome. Bye! (laughs) Um, So he's not Sorcerer Supreme anymore. But he is still very Loki. Um, And he's also in... um, There's... Marvel just uh, relaunched Thor. Marvel's relaunching a bunch of things, which we can um, touch on in a minute. Um, but there's a um, a new, like a new Thor series, in which Loki's in, and it's very good so far. Thor's mad at him because he tried to kill their mom for reasons I don't know about because I haven't kept up with Thor well enough. Um, and they're fighting, but also Thor's like, I'm going to kill him. And it's like, you're not going to kill him, Thor. You say that every time. You care about him. You fool. <laughs> um, and I read the first issue, and it was like, it was good, and the art was really, really pretty. But I was like, I don't know if I want to like keep going with this. And then I went into the comic book store this past weekend, and there was a variant cover, um that was just like Thor and Loki standing back to back and it was so good that I bought it and I will send you a picture of it so you can see how good it is um it rules unfortunately um oh oh I have it here but it's too far away for me to reach so I'll unfortunate (laughs) it wouldn't have helped me anyway this is a voice call I know but I could have taken the picture and then messaged it to you or something you'll see you'll i'll show you i'll show you i'll show you in a second um, okay but so um so you might want to check that out if you want more more thor and loki um because Loki's definitely going to continue being a big part of it and also not kidding watch thor ragnarok please if you haven't please it's so good i love it so much please watch it <laughs> um that's some that's some stuff about Loki for you. That's that's whatever you're talking about for you. That's that's comics. That's that's comics. Um, have you read anything this past week? I haven't read any comics. I read two like actual print novels. Hoopst. <gasps> Hoopst. <laughs> Both by. Uh, Nanetti Okorafor, who also wrote for Black Panther, which yes. is why I started reading her novels. I was in a thrift store and I was like, I know that name. I'm going to buy yeah. this. I actually just, um, I should mention now, um, I just picked up but have not read yet. She is currently writing um, a, min- I think, a three-issue miniseries um, called... Spider-Man Wakanda Forever or Wakanda Forever Amazing Spider-Man um, in which uh, Peter teams up with the um, the Dora Milaje in New York um, which sounds great. Yeah, that sounds rad. <laughs> so um, looking forward to reading that for sure. Um, what, what else, what else did you read? No, it, it was just two books. Finding any oh, okay. I read Binti, which is a shorter novel. It's like a spacey sci-fi thing. Uh, some warnings for, I, like, gore and violence on that one. But it's a short <laughs> novel. It's very good. And the other one, Who Fears Death, which is also very good. I finished it at like 1.30 last night. And, nice. oh boy, some, some big old content warnings for that one. Uh, <laughs> sexual assault, genocide, violence, oh uh, mentions of incest. It's, it's heavy? <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. It's heavy. It deals with some very heavy shit, but also there's magic and, like, the main character is this girl and then it's her growing up and finding out that she has magic and then her learning how to do magic and going on like her faded quest and it's 
it's very good, but very heavy content warnings on that one. So if any of the things listed are things that you are not down to read, don't do it. But if you're good with all those things, go for it. It's a very good book. Who Fears Death by Nanetti Okorafor. Nice. Not a comic, good. but she writes comics, so. So it counts. This is our podcast. We can talk about whatever we want. It's true. Um, nice. Very nice. Um, I have, um, I'm reading comics. Me? <gasps> you? I like to read some comics. Reading um, comics? Imagine. Tell me it um, ain't so. <laughs> first off, uh, Batrimony is this week. When this podcast comes out, it will be tomorrow. Um, so God. I don't know what I'm going to be like after that. Honestly, I'm not even going to be able to read it. But all day on the 4th, I'm probably going to be all like yelling at my manager and any co-workers within my proximity just like batman and catwoman are getting married today they're getting hey, married today did you know they're getting <laughs> married they're getting married right now they're doing it um and i was like selena robs the cave <laughs> selena robs the cave it's romantic um we don't, I don't know, know if but... Selena robs the cave. DC put out a tweet with a poll that was like, what do you think's gonna happen? And it's like, they live happily ever after. Or like, so, like somebody gets left at the altar. Or Selena <laughs> robs the cave. Or like, one other thing, I think. <laughs> one of them was definitely Talia crashes it. That's um, the, that was the last one. Talia crashes which, the wedding. Which is fine. Um, which, the, but... the biggest thing... I, I did vote on this poll. The, the thing mm -hmm. that had the most votes when I did it was like, they live happily ever after. And I'm like, I love all these wishful thinkers out there, including me, because that's also what I voted for. I love them so much. Um, I mean, I here's just the thing. I want them to be happy. I just want them, please. They've never, Bruce has never been happy in his life. Let him be happy once. It's like, it's I didn't think I was that invested in it going like I was I was excited about the proposal and I was like cool I thought it was like kind of like a fun and it was definitely like you know an exciting Batman storyline and like kind of you know like a fun and different vibe for Batman to have but I was like I mean I'm not like that invested in Bruce and Selena as a couple but now like the closer it gets the more I'm like oh Tom Oh, Tom, if something goes wrong with this wedding, oh, I'm <laughs> How gonna... How wild would it be if Tom King's just like, no, it's just, it's just a normal, they, they get married, like, nothing goes wrong, nothing bad Literally, happens, they just uh, get married, and everyone's uh, like, did we just read, like, an issue of comics that's just a normal wedding with nothing bad happening? Nothing goes wrong, Damien behaves himself. Nothing bad happens at all. Um, I am. Um, Tom King is going to be at Boston Comic Con next week or <gasps> next month. Um, not for <gasps> a while yet. Um, That's still Boston, pretty close. <laughs> yeah, Fan Expo or whatever it's called now. So uh, if something goes bad with this wedding, I am going to be there in his face like Thomas. <laughs> um, buddy, we got some chatting to do. Um, so that's going to be, uh, come, um, come hang out, come hang out in our Discord where I'll probably be yelling about that. I'm also, like, I'm especially nervous because, um, X-Men a couple weeks ago had, like, uh, Kitty and Piotr's wedding, and then it turned out that, like, oh, like, Kitty got cold feet. And, like, walked out on him, and then Rogan Gambit got married instead. Um, I mean, which... I'm sad about Kitty and Piotr, but, like, how long have Rogue and Gambit been doing? It's been, like, a long time that they've been yeah. doing this whole thing. And also, like, 
I don't have a lot of faith in this, but, like, some people have pointed to some of, like, other solicit... Because, like, somebody was, like, on Twitter, like, tweeted at um, the writer, who I can't remember who's doing X-Men Gold, but tweeted, like, I wish it was gayer, and then they were like, oh, hold on for issue 34, and then, like, the solicits for issue 34 are like, oh, like, you know, Kitty, like, talks about her, like, dating past, and somebody be like, she, hey, 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 she like girls? She like girls, though? Kitty like girls? Question mark? Um. I was trying to make, like, a Kitty Pride, like, bye joke. And I'm like, Kitty Bride. And I'm like, no, that's stupid. She just got me. <laughs> that's the opposite of what she did. That's <laughs> the opposite. I was trying to just put bye in there somewhere. Kitty Pride month. <laughs> um, I've also, um, Marvel is, I mean, um, Marvel's currently doing, like, sort of a reboot type thing. They're, like, relaunching a lot of things as number ones, um, which is why we have, like, uh, you know, the new Thor. Um, I picked up the first issue of a new Iron Man, um, which is, um, does have a very cool lady robot who I'm in love with, so that's something. Um, there's this, uh, Nadeti Okorafor miniseries. Um, Mariko Tamaki, who we talked about a little bit last week, or Mariko Tamaki is maybe the more correct pronunciation, um, is writing the new, um, X-23 series, I think, next month. Ooh. Um, which I am very stoked about because, um, the previous series about Laura, uh, all new Wolverine, um, which was about, like, largely about her and her sister and her sister deciding to go by the name Honey Badger. Um, Perfect. Beautiful. 10 out of 10. Amazing. Um, was, like, a super, super, super very good series. Um, and I like her a lot and I'm excited to have a series about Laura that's written by a woman of color. Um, Woo! Wahoo! Um, so, yeah, and there's, like, a lot of other stuff. There's a couple new Deadpool things. Um, a lot of things I haven't read. But if you want to go check out some comic books, there's, like, a whole bunch of, like, number ones you can just start with. Um, so that's a fun thing. Um, yeah. Okay. I think, I think that's everything I wanted to touch on for today. Um... Join us next week when I will probably, when this, this segment will just be me talking about the wedding, oh, unfortunately. Yeah. Which, um, Olivia, depending on how much you want to talk about the wedding, we should, we might just do like a mini episode just about the wedding. Just a wedding episode, we'll just, see. Just a I, wedding episode, depending on how many feelings you have, because yeah. I will not have read it. We... We will, we will, we'll find out. We'll, oh boy. We'll find out. Yeah. Huh. Join us at some point. Um, anyways, yes. And also, uh, join us on the internet. Join us in all the places you can find us. Um, places like Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Pinterest, um, our Facebook group. And find all those under, uh, Capes and Japes. Just type in like capes and japes all one word um we'll be there we'll be there for you um we have a um a discord channel if you want to pop in and talk to us um you can email us at um capes and japes at gmail.com um you can if you are so inclined, leave us a rating and a review, and or a review, I guess. Uh, you don't you don't have to do both, um, but leave us one or both of those on iTunes. Um, you can, if you really feel so inclined, um, you can leave us a tip in our tip jar that's on our website. Uh, that's 
capesandjapes.pinecast.co. And that's also where you can go and find, like, links to all of our other stuff. Um, there's probably... Is there a link to the Discord on the website? Um, I don't know about the website, but on all of our social medias, I have, like, a, um, a link tree. Okay. So, it's, it's like, L-I-N-K... TR dot ee slash capes and japes I'm pretty sure and that should get you to like all of our other social medias. Yeah. Just just do that and you'll find us. It'll be totally cool. We'll have a great time. Um and uh yeah I think that's everything. Thanks thanks for listening as always. Um it's been it's been a pleasure to have you. Um I have been Olivia and I have been Elion and as always Kiss me sexy Batman. Kiss me sexy Batman. Kiss Catwoman sexy Batman. Kiss Batman sexy Catwoman. Also true. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>